It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech live from the EFTM studio this week. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day. Welcome, mate. G'day, Trevor. You Good okay? To be here. Yeah. It was, uh, normally takes you know a long time to get here. It even took even longer with all the traffic. Yeah, but know, hang so, on. Let's be know. clear. You were in a, got like through a, a whole, car park. Got through a whole audio book on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. It's not very nice, you know. <laughs> I, if I listen to audiobooks, I can get through several on the way audio to your joint. Audiobooks are great. Yeah. No, boring. Audiobooks Just watch the movie. Well, not all books are made into movies, though, Trevor. Well, it mustn't be a very good book then. <laughs> That's a good point, but there are a lot of good books <laughs> that, uh, that can be heard. And I, I, even uh, non-fiction books, where they, where they don't make them into movies. So a lot of good. Uh, I reckon you'd be good with a few self-help books, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe uh, a couple of those. You we do it all know. thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense, uh, all the latest tech news and information, and, well, some entertainment as well. And the entertainment in question this week, Stephen, <laughs> is very exciting. I, I, I mean, like how you're introducing this segment. That's yeah, really good. Okay, yeah. well, this is a big week. It's really exciting. Yes. Um, midnight on the 14th, I turned 41. I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> Star how, Wars. How lucky were you? On your birthday, they released a new Star Wars movie. Lucky. Is how that what it was? How good are you? Yeah. That's, that's, that's excellent. And for the person who couldn't give a crap about Star Wars, it, it happened on your birthday. That's excellent. I'm really great. And how that, ironic. That your present to me was a tweet with a picture of you at Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's Thanks, right. mate. Really. No, I think my tweet said what I, what I just mentioned, that how, how lucky are you? They released a new Star Wars movie on your birthday. It's like a little birthday present for you. So let's run through it. We're going to talk uh, Star Wars merchant toys because we've both seen those. We'll, we'll talk a bit of fun um, movie sightseeing movie. that you've done. And but also... Movie. The movie itself. So yes. you're very good, and I, I give absolute credit to you and respect to you, the, your ability to give a spoiler-free review, yep. which some people think is an oxymoron, but I believe yeah. that you do it very well. Yeah, no. I, so I, run I, me uh, through it. I've seen a couple of these shows. Yep. Um, there's there's a bloke called okay. Luke who was in some of them. <laughs> uh, well, he's got a much bigger role his in sister's, this movie. His sister's brown bread in real life, but she's still in this movie. She's still going, yes. Um, they wave the, around I, I lightsabers. Yeah, I don't want to give away any spoilers. Okay, okay so just yep. for the dev- devotees out there, uh, it's it's a satisfying movie. Any Star Wars fan will be very happy with it. It, okay. it ticks all the boxes in terms of you know continuing the story, developing the characters, moving everything forward. Everyone had a lot to do in this movie. All the characters had a journey. And at the end of the movie, they're, they've advanced further than what, where they were at the start. We've introduced, You'd hope so, wouldn't well, you? But I mean in terms of the goals they had to achieve and things they had to do uh, to to progress through the film. There's also some, some new characters as well, some That's new worlds. That's for merchandising purposes. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think he's really opened up the world of the Star Wars universe. And a, a lot of people... J. No, this is Ryan Johnson who, who wrote and directed J.J. Abrams is going to do episode nine, which is the next movie. J.J.'s back. He did Force Awakens. Does he get to consult on episode eight so he makes sure there's oh, stuff yeah, yeah, up yeah. the story? Oh, they're, they're, well, Lucasfilm actually has a story group. There's a group of people who 
uh, maintain that the story accuracy and that it can be it's plausible into in the Star Wars, <laughs> in the Star Wars universe, yeah. so that you know Luke can't turn around and be evil or the you know, So there's all these things that they maintain. Okay. So that I reckon that the thread of the trilogy would have been worked out. And the story groups there saying, okay, well, just make sure that this is, you've got to remember this happened then and this happened here and just so that it all flows through. So for, for the edification of our great listeners, and thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, really appreciate it. Please stick with us through this. Um, <laughs> um, you've seen it three times. I've we are recording on Friday afternoon and you've seen it three times. It hasn't been out for 72 yeah. hours. Yeah, that's right. Well, I was lucky enough to get a, a, a screening, a start at the screening, 7 o'clock Wednesday night, and I'd bought a ticket for Thursday just, just to, to have one. And then today, uh, our good friends at LG put on a gold class showing at uh, Hoyts at Broadway. Yeah. Angus texted me and said, mate, it's not too late. To get in to see, he actually mentioned that it was your see. birthday when it came out, and Just, then your response was, "And he tried to imitate your voice." He okay. said, "I'm not going to see Star Wars." <laughs> so he texted me yesterday. Says it's not yeah. too late to get in, and I went, yeah. "Mate, pretty sure the thing there will come out on seat, DVD." There was a seat next to me. You pretty sure it's right going to come out on DVD. We could have done the podcast during the movie. Oh, that would we, have been we, inappropriate we, we, we to everyone have, else. We would have whispered, "Okay, this bit. Okay, quiet now." You would have He's been so bit. annoying. He's like, a good bit. We'd be like, and Telstra's arranged this, and you'd be like, shh, what's this bit? You would have been, I, yeah. like, I honestly. Everyone else in the theatre would have loved it. And that by too. the way, um, I have decided to let the children watch it because I, oh. I had a good look. Um, so episode four and five are PG. Episode yeah. six is M. Um, so I'm prepared to let okay. the kids watch episode four and five. Well, and know, if what? they're massively, massively into it, I'll, I'll let them go through. Well, but Jackson, you'll be proud, was the one that said we have to start at four. Well, that's right. My advice is anyone getting on the bandwagon late, watch them in the order they were made, mm. not the order, the episode order. Four, five, six. If you want to go back to one, two, three, great. But, <laughs> but you that's not necessary. Essentially, well, no, what you're, you're saying you is really go have, four, five, six, well, seven, eight. It's it's not. It's common knowledge among you put Star Rogue Wars one, fans. You put Rogue One before episode oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, deadly. But the prequels were. They're not the best movies. Fans will admit that they're 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 not not really good movies. They're just like. Fireworks, they look pretty, is, is is all I can say about them. They do advance the story a little bit, but they're prequels, so I think you can get away with not seeing those if you want to get in to, to watch the original trilogy. Okay, so what, were you surprised by the movie? I was. There there were a few surprises, and, and I like how he really pushed the characters. I think the characters, you think, well, hang on a minute. It's not, it's not, it's not like an on-rail sort of predictable movie that you can think, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much what I thought was going to happen. This really pulls out a few surprises, and 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 did you see a lot of a couple of trailers come out, which everyone yeah. loves to like use frame by frame interpret? Were they actually just complete? I guess look over here, and you're missing yes. what's happening over there. Yes, yeah. they were. Yeah, yep. there were there were scenes that were put together that one part of it and another part of it that you thought was in the same scene weren't. Yeah. So it was a little bit of misdirection. Some some stuff in the in the trailer didn't even make it into the movie. Mm. There's a lot of that. that. That happened a lot with Force Awakens as well, but. Uh, this juggernaut continues, and uh, with the the toys as well, yeah. it's a massive, uh, massive uh, whole whole industry behind Star Wars. You know, Wars. I think if we go back two years when Episode Seven came out, BB Eight from Sparrow was the hit gift at the time. Yeah. There was just that Christmas, and obviously the timing is perfect, and that's no doubt why they do it. That Christmas, BB Eight sold in stupid numbers around the world, but especially here in Australia. Yeah. Um, uh, the BB-8 battle uh, hardened edition was battle battle worn was good a good follow up but yep. really this year 
I still think the Sphero R2-D2 Brilliant. Um, and the Sphero BB-9E. BB-9E, which is in the movie. The, there's scenes of that in the movie too. So I think the R2-D2 is the gift to get because yeah. everyone knows he's R2-D2. The, he's been in every Star Wars movie. But I think you're, you've talked before and we've talked about the propelled drones. But yes. I think at 200 bucks, they put themselves in the same price category as mm. the, as the um, Sphero stuff. Geez, the um, the propelled drones are pretty cool. They're good quality, and, and they are. The packaging is beautiful. The, yeah, if you get the limited edition, well, I think which is a hundred dollars more. The standard ones are still nice. Yeah, they're as pretty well. good. But now the, the limited edition, you open up the box and the lights come on, the music plays. That's fantastic. Like yeah. if you're a real hardcore fan. But the drones themselves, even the the regular packaging, the drones themselves are really highly detailed, and mm. the controllers have got music and sound effects and 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 word, phrases from the movie. Mm. It's uh, it's really nice, and they're they're obviously not for photography. They're battle drones. So if you've got a whole bunch of mates, get in the park and you can actually have little dog fights and play like you know, aerial laser tag. Mm. It's a it's a really cool little little product that one. I think the um, the one I'm excited to actually play with, although I got to Lego. see it. But Aren't you a Lego man? Well, no, I was going to say the Ubitech first order. Uh, yes, Stormtrooper. Yes, it's super cute. I love. Yeah, like it is very cute because it's that kind of cartoon look, yeah, sort of caricature to the, to look the to it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, caricature look to it. Yeah. Um, and you know, knowing what Ubitech do, I can imagine it's going to be a pretty cool little mm. thing. But it is five hundred bucks. Yeah. The the Lenovo Jedi Challenge. Jedi Challenge. That's and that's actually been upgraded today, mate. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Got to say that's cool. That is probably I'm going to make the call now. It's the standout. Yeah, because I agree. Because at three ninety nine, you don't need it's it's it uses your bloody mobile phone. I'm still blown away yeah. by it. And I'm standing there playing it the other night. I'm just going, this is actually yeah. really. Re- it's it's not- awesome. I tell you, but I tell you one thing that you won't appreciate that diehards like me will appreciate: mm. the actual lightsaber. Oh yeah. The detail and the accuracy. No, yeah. I've got my own. I know, but I'm the, just, the you, detail you of that. Did. Like you know what? There'd be people paying. It's what's a three ninety nine. Yeah. And I've I've done this myself and other fans. Just having a replica of that hilt, that which is Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. That's that people have paid more than three ninety nine for a hilt as detailed, probably less detailed than that. Uh-huh. So just the actual lightsaber itself. Forget the game and the headset. Just that. I, I find the headset awkward to wear. I find it very heavy at the front. Like it, it yeah. it's not. It doesn't have the support that I think it needs. So that would be my I only. Think the, it, my it, only... The stra- I think I adjusted the straps, and I, I got a bigger head than you. So I adjusted the straps, and I sort of took the weight off the front of it, and sort of put it towards the back of my head, yeah, I, which I was a bit better. But I think that's yeah. amazing. Um, and they've, I, they've updated it. They've, there's a new characters in the movie in uh, Last Jedi, and this isn't more than anything. These are in the trailers. Those two, the red guards, the Praetorian mm. guards who guard Snoke. There's about six of them in the movie, but there's two of them you battle now. So Is there's there a those, Porg. I want to smash a Porg. In there are the Porgs. <laughs> there are Porgs. You don't fight them, but they're in part of the games. And there's a new ground. You know how it's not just about je- dueling. There's a ground battle and the chess. The ground battle, there's a new battle uh, based on Crate, which is one of the planets of The Last Jedi. So they did that update. They just sent that through today. So if you've got it or you're going to get it, be sure to update it because you get Last Jedi content as well. And I remember all of that occurs on your mobile phone. So it's pretty darn good. And there's yeah. obviously there's a bunch of uh, you know, non-techie toys. VR as well. Samsung, yeah, Samsung's the Ge- Samsung Gear VR, you can play now the Droid Repair Factory. But is that so available to, dro- to download, or you can only play it in the Samsung? No, stores? no, you, you can download it from Oculus onto oh. your Samsung device and then play it on the Gear VR. Okay. So you're basically just repairing the Astromech droids, like BB-8 and his mates, 
and using the controller to pick up parts, put them in, and give them a run around. Like to to once they're fixed, you then they run them around their bay, and they've got to reach certain points and stuff like that. It's a fun, fun little game. Good for all ages. No, there's no shooting or anything going on. It's a it's a fun game for all ages. Yeah, but uh, while we're talking about Star Wars, mm. I'd like to just send a little shout out to my brother-in-law. Brother, my brother-in-law, the only man a, ever to witness he had, the show. Being yes, recorded. he did. He had a he had a neck operation. And, uh, he's uh, he's doing fine, but he's just had some pain, and he, he's had an operation. And I can remember him saying, "Look, I, I'm going to get it done on the 13th of December." And I said, "What the hell? That's when Star Wars is coming out." And he goes, "Oh, look, yeah." You know, anyway, so he was texting me, "How was the movie?" And I said, "Look." It was, mate, you're going to love it. It's still going to be at the cinemas for weeks, so don't worry. But I just want to send him a shout-out. Get well soon, mate. Good on you, mate. We uh, hope you're feeling better and that you get to see Star Wars and uh, tell all your mates that you made it onto Two Blokes Talking Tech. I think it's great that you've prioritised Two Blokes Talking Tech, Episode 326, over Episode 8 of Star Wars. Well, that's what he's done. That's essentially what he's done. That's what he's done. Absolutely right. That's that's a big call. Yeah. Now the other thing, the final thing about Star Wars, you um you spend a bit of time because you are a massive movie nerd, let alone Star Wars nerd, <laughs> um a tech guide. You've listed a few places people can go. Yes. To visit. So it's Star Wars tourism, basically. Yeah, it is. Well, in this film, they use three three places as the the main venues of the movie. So there there are scenes in the movie where well, where Luke is on that island. Mm. That's actually in Ireland. So Skellig Michael is the is the island that he's on, but they used three other locations and made the audience think it's one. Okay. So you so can just, you can visit Ireland. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but does he spend a lot of time on that island? Yeah, he, he does. He's well, on that island at the well, end of the last movie. Sta- right? Well, that's where it starts as well. So, so I, I was just wondering. Yeah. I wondered whether they just filmed all the bits on the island no, back then. They no, returned. No, they, they went back. Yeah, because um, yeah. So r- the very end of Force Awakens is Ray giving Luke the lightsaber. Yeah. And then that they pick right up where from there in the, when you next see Ray, she's there with Master Luke and. They spend a fair bit of time, so you kind of see his lifestyle on the island. But another He's a area, basically, right? well, yeah, I won't. I don't want to say anything. Another area that is in, in the movie, this place is called Canto Bite, which is like a casino city where uh, some of the characters Vegas, have to visit. Baby. Well, it's kind of the Star Wars version of Vegas, but it's it's actually now it's probably more the Star Wars version of Monte Carlo, real okay. ritzy upper class casino setup. So that was filmed in Dubrovnik. And so there, there's uh, the Sky Scanner is the site that that, that organises the trip. So in Dubrovnik, they filmed in the streets this uh, massive chase through the streets there. And the other place, and you, you know the uh, the on the in the you've seen this in the trailer. Remember the scene where the the, the speeders. You're, are, hang on, you're assuming I remember the trailer. Okay, well for those who have seen the trailer, there's a scene where the speeders are racing across the white salt flats and kicking up all the red dust, the red minerals. That's in the movie. That's a planet called Crate, and that was filmed in Bolivia. You can actually visit those salt flat, the salt flats where they really? film that. It's the Salar de Iuni is what it's called in Bolivia. I've put all these on. You tech wrote guide, this so. story on the pitching for a trip, didn't you? Hey, uh, I just I just wanted to get in touch with my Star Wars brethren and say that you can be a Star Wars tourist if you want to. So you don't have to visit a galaxy far, far away. It's right uh, on our doorstep. So uh, and and you never know, I might end up. Uh, I'd love to visit the the island where 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 they sure filmed uh, where Luke's uh, his Jedi hangout. That'd be cool. Well, I think we've given Star Wars a massive run. <laughs> um, it is a big thing. It's massive, and the the hype online is. Uh, to be honest, I think the reviews have been amazingly yeah, positive. Been I think really Richard good. Wilkins said the other day it yeah. it's had the highest Rotten Tomato rating ever. Yeah. 
um, for a launch movie, like ninety eight percent. Well, he's done a Dickie good job. Dicky gave it four stars. As yeah, well, well did he really? Did yeah. Well, he he doesn't hand out four stars easily. No. But uh, I think if you're a Star Wars fan, even if you're not, I think Ryan Johnson did a great. Uh, he sort of ticked the box for Star Wars fans. So he gave them what they want. He did a great job with the characters and the the scene set up and great action and a lot, a lot of humour. There's a surprising amount of humour in it. It's quite funny in mm. parts. So I think it's a lovely mix and uh, really emotional movie too. I think uh, fans will love it. You'll find nothing about Star Wars at efgm.com, but at uh, techguide.com.au, it's pretty much dedicated to it. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. We, we should rename this podcast Two Blokes Talking Movies because we're about to oh. talk something else Two here. Two Blokes Talking Disney. Disney. Uh, well, Disney have actually paid, what is it, $50, $56 billion, that's uh, US dollars, so what's that, about $88 billion Aussie dollars, hmm. for 21st Century Fox or content from 21st Century Fox. So quite a large chunk of 21st Century Fox. Hmm. And we're talking, pro- like, they've got a lot of great properties and- Disney already owns Star Wars. They already own most of the Marvel Universe and all of their own Pixar properties as well. But now they're going to own things like The Simpsons, Modern Family, Avatar. Avatar, James Cameron is right now writing Avatar parts two, three, and four and filming them all at the same time. Two, three, and four? He's writing all those sequels together and filming them so that he'll release them yearly from, I think, 2019. It's been a... Long time since one, hasn't it? Well, it's 2009 is when, when Avatar came out, late 2009. So, so this is a massive move. For though. context, um, and this is we're getting out of our, our territory book, I'll bring you back to it, I promise. But this is uh, Rupert Murdoch selling The Empire, except for his newspapers, Fox yeah. News, and anything sport. That's right. So basically, Rupert's going back to news and sport alone. And for Disney, it's it's a massive expansion of its entertainment library. And here's why I think that's important, and it's important for us to talk about um, sometime earlier this year, Disney announced that they were pulling all of their content from Netflix. Yes. Now, if you go to Netflix, there's a lot of Disney movies there, a lot of Disney content. Um, and so for Netflix to lose all that was interesting, but then you know, setting up your own streaming service, that's a bit of a stretch. But hang on now, mm-hmm. ding, penny drops, assuming that was part of the plan. Yeah. Um, they now own a whole bunch of movies, a whole bunch of TV shows. They, they, they've got some serious content, which may well, at a, at a very good subscription price, be a viable alternative to Netflix. Plus, they also own the um, majority rights in Hulu, which is America's yeah. um, opposition to Netflix through the kind of TV networks. Mm-hmm. So they're essentially one of the biggest players in streaming through one acquisition. Yeah, and I think Netflix should be worried. Absolutely, I think when you when you got that amount of content, and not and not just content, but very very popular content, powerful content, legacy content. That is important for Disney and what they're doing. They're pulling all these things together and they'll probably produce original content like Netflix for their of TV course. just for streaming. Yep. But you've got to remember that all the franchises they own now, so I've mentioned Star Wars, I've mentioned Marvel, they mm. now do own uh, Fox had the rights to X-Men. They also had the rights to Deadpool. So all of those, all of those are coming across to Disney as well now. And you've got The Simpsons, which is a, is a huge part of Fox and now part of Disney. So you can imagine now, just think of the merchandising and all, all the content that they can get out of that. Like imagine the, there's already Simpsons at the Universal Studios, well, maybe not for long, but imagine now Disney, if you, if you visit Disneyland, they are building a Star Wars land. Hmm. They'll no doubt throw something in with the Marvel char- uh, characters and maybe X-Men as well. You've got Simpsons, Simpsons as well for to appeal as well. James so, Manning from Media Week's headline today was Mickey Meat Homer. Yeah. And I thought that was great. That's, that's you know? clever. Yeah, clever. But that's that's the size of it. Like, the Simpsons have been around. They're, they're, I think they're producing their 30th season. 
Yeah. They've been crazy. around for ages. And so. the best one is the Simpsons predicted this. There's a there's a from nineteen ninety eight. Really? There's a Simpsons They uh, did that with a, Donald Trump. There's a Simpson episode where it says twentieth century Fox and down down at the bottom it says part of the Walt Disney group. No. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God. How so the they hell predicted they do Trump. That? Uh, Walt Disney owning or D- Disney owning Fox, and there's two other massive things they predicted. So it's amazing. Um, anyway, yeah, um, I just think that this is we think about streaming because we're in it, we're involved all the time. But you know, in terms of the you know the number of regular Aussies that are using Netflix and stuff, it's it's a high yeah. number, but it's it's got a long way of growth to go. Yeah. Now the thing is, I don't. I think we are. If streaming is a child, it's still in nappies, and when yeah. it starts to walk let alone talk, Disney's going to be right up there. But this just just on the streaming part, and there's been rumours about this, and this probably will heighten the rumours. There was always a rumour that there'd be a live-action Star Wars TV series. They've been talking yeah. about this for 20 years. But we now, if they do set up a streaming service, then that'll be a perfect place to, pl- yeah. to put it on a streaming service. So expect... You know, they're already they're already making a movie a year now for Star Wars. Expect a TV series. Expect more Marvel TV properties as well. It's really moving along, and and you're spot on. I think the the it's the the uh, the goal here the is is really to establish the, the the pillars of a great streaming service. Yeah, it's a it's a huge deal. I mean, it's been well reported today, but I think I imagine it'll it'll expand itself over the the weeks and months ahead. Uh, Disney now owning pretty much. The bulk of the Fox uh, Fox Network, other than Fox News and Fox Sports, you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, we all know Arlo; um, they've been around now for a couple of years. These great um, home security products. Arlo is the worldwide leader in smart home security and the creator of the world's first 100% wire-free, weatherproof HD security camera. Now they've got Arlo Pro with even more features and two-way audio allows you to talk to the kids, pets or whoever's standing in front of your camera right from your smartphone. And the Arlo Pro has quick charge rechargeable batteries. And I went to JB Hi-Fi and bought just a little little uh, adapter that allows you to charge your batteries on the go really easily. A great little um, a- accessory to have if you've got Arlo Pros. Um, it's got night vision, on-demand streaming, and of course it's still 100% wire-free and weatherproof. So you can easily monitor your entire property inside and out. It takes just a couple of minutes to set up and you you can view what's happening anywhere in the world via your app on the smartphone, tablet, or computer. Know what's happening in real time with advanced motion detection and never miss a moment with free cloud recordings for seven days. Visit arlo.com slash au for more info. Arlo and the new Arlo Pro by Netgear. Every angle covered. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So the year in Google, Stephen. Can you read my writing? Yeah, I more more to the point. I just <laughs> I just wasn't ready for it to okay, be honest. Okay, <laughs> I just, all good. I thought uh, you were trying to work out what I'd written. As me. the kids say, I've just got to search it up uh, to make sure search I've actually. It up. Actually, Matt, that's what they say. Search it up. They don't say Google it. No, they don't. That's my kids and the kids search at Jackson School. They say search it up. Yeah. Search it up. Okay. Yeah. That's how the kids are talking now. That's mate. how the kids are talking. It's Amazing. like remember I remember you telling me the kids your kids would say um, inbox me. Instead inbox of, me, yeah. Instead, instead of, of me a message, moment, yeah. yeah. No, but inbox me means so Facebook. Facebook That's thing, right, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, the year in search. And we talked about the year in YouTube a couple of weeks ago. There's a bunch of year ins, but I actually think Google's the best year in because, yeah. uh, you know, search is is everyone. Everyone's using Google, let's be honest. And it's interesting for, for Australians that the top three searches were sporting events. 
And I think yeah. that goes to say a couple of things. We're it Australians, says, mate. It says we're Aussies. Aussies. And also it says Google has nailed the idea of giving you sporting information yeah. without having to go to another website. So you search Australian Open first, Melbourne Cup second, and Wimbledon with a third. <laughs> Hang on. Number four was the, the fidget, fidget spinner. spinner. Mate, it was a huge craze it was this a, year. Did your kids get into that? Damn straight. We really? got 10 of the frigging things you at least. One? Did you have one for yourself? Oh, I've definitely confiscated one of, off the kids at times and sat you, here fidgeting. You, I was going to ask if you did some late night fidgeting. I'm often late night fidget. <laughs> but the... Uh, <laughs> you still master your See, domain. The thing now, is, I hope, I'm out. Um, the, the, thing about the, out the, contest, the thing about the fidget spinner is... When your kids come home and say, oh, I want a fidget spinner, you're going to go, what's what that? the hell is that? So you've got to Google it. You've got to yeah. find out what it is. Yeah. Uh, a Cyclone Debbie comes in fifth. The iPhone yeah. 8 beats the iPhone 10. Yeah. Um, I think it was out earlier. Yeah, but it's only by a month yeah, or two. True, and true. it was announced at the same time. That's true. So six, Amazon Australia number came in at number 10. That yeah. was a late starter North too. Korea number seven. Kim Jong could load a missile because he didn't get number one. <laughs> but then they, break it down, then they break it down to a bunch of things. So let's not worry about news too much because obviously there's a bunch of newsy items there. But... People-wise, Harvey Weinstein, Ed Sheeran, and Kevin Spacey. Poor Ed Sheeran being stuck in between stuck Weinstein in... and Spacey. <laughs> yeah. Not literally, hopefully. <laughs> oh, maybe at some point. Yeah. Um, but uh, what about the Aussies? Sophie Monk, number one. Well, she was, she the, was bachelor, in the Bachelor, right? Yeah. So that makes Kate some sense. Kate Fisher, though. She's not called Kate Fisher anymore. What was she? She's, oh, no, I forget. She's got some She some was on strange I'm name. a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, That's wasn't she? That's true. But, um, Chappelle Corby. Well, she's out of the clink now. Benny she? McCormack. Yeah. Up on up on some serious well, he's, he's a- a- pled guilty to some, yeah. to some pretty pretty serious issues. Cassie Sainsbury, our yep. uh, ca- well, Lisa co- cocaine Cassie, number yes, seven. Yes, well, look at the controversy behind her exit from Channel Nine. That was massive. I don't see and also the the losses as well. Sort of the people who we lost this year. Yeah. So Hugh Hefner. I was actually in the US when Hugh Hefner passed away. Chris Cornell was a big one, and that's yeah. that's that's top the list. Yeah. Kind of forgotten about David Tom Cassidy, Petty. Bill Paxton. Malcolm Young, Aussie Malcolm Young. Yeah, uh, came he's in a huge loss. Malcolm Young, like I'm a massive ACDC. I love ACDC. He's uh, to think that this is a band from Fairfield in the in in Sydney, yeah. and they've just conquered the world, and it's all because of that guy. Malcolm Imagine Young. the royalties in his in his estate. Well, good luck to him, mate. Amazing. You know, he's, he's, like he's, that's what you know, he built. He sad built something loss. So so amazing. Yeah, sad loss. I mentioned the uh, sporting events uh, earlier. Um, the AFL fixtures. Came up ahead of the Rugby League World Cup. Uh-huh. Yeah, Rugby but League interestingly, World Cup. the NRL Grand Final is not in there at all. The AFL and Grand State Final is number five. State of Origin is in there either. Does that? Go, I mean, the AFL Grand Final. I guess that's big nationally, but yeah, I find that NRL strange. Grand Final didn't make it. Maybe, now, maybe because a lot of people didn't watch the Grand Final. They just wanted to Google the result. Whereas everyone watched the NRL Grand Final. <laughs> I like <laughs> your thinking. Is that right? I like your thinking. Yeah. I'm going to admit to contributing to the number one in the how-to section only last weekend. How to make slime. Yep. What Did it last the weekend? hell? Why would you need to make slime, Trevor? Have, have you not made slime for your kids? No. My kids are 22 and 20 and 18 now. Have you, so. have you seen the slime that gets made by no. this Google search? No. Remind me when we exit the studio. <laughs> I'm going to show you the slime. You're going to slime me. I'm confident you're going to go home and make, I want to make some slime, Joe. Really? It's just, it's just fascinating. She'll think, what the hell? It's what fascinating. It's fascinating She'll stuff. So what are you going to do with that? How to make a fidget spinner. How to make fluffy slime. Right, there's two variants. How there. to watch Mayweather v McGregor? How to make slime with borax? So slimes, slime, and then how to make slime without glue? Slime without borax yes. or with borax? Without, without borax, borax, because that's one of the key ingredients. There's a borax like a binding agent or something. Yes, it's it? the activator. Is yep. that right? And glue. So, so you got how to make slime, how to make fluffy spine, how to, how to make slime without borax, and how to make slime without glue. Four of the top ten how to slime is slimy. Is slimy. What about how to unblock people on Instagram? Oh. It's a bit did weird. You, oh, did you, can you block people on Instagram? You can do that. Yeah, I think you can. Okay. 
What is how to, vote, how to vote for gay marriage? Yeah, well, if you, if you Google that, you're an idiot. How to vote for gay marriage? Tick the box, you fool. How hard was that? Yeah. What is? What is MSG? How, how embarrassing is that? MSG? Isn't that where they play it's the a... AFL Grand Final? Oh, that's the MCG. <laughs> right, okay. But don't you think MSG's been around for so long? Do you know what so MSG stands long? for? It's uh, monosodium, monosodium glutamate. glutamate. No, I was pretty close. Yeah. It's what makes your you Chinese food. I wouldn't food, know that. It makes your Chinese food more Chinese, I think. Makes it taste good. Tasty. And then about an hour and a half later, you're starving again. Is that how MSG works? Got no idea. What is Bitcoin? We've uh, heard a lot about Bitcoin. What is kimchi? You know what kimchi is? No. Kimchi is um, a fermented cabbage that you eat in Korea. You've never had kimchi? Mate, do I look like we've You've had. You've been to Korea. I've been to Korea. You've been to Korea. What you do never you think had I had in Korea? Nothing. Meat, I was there for two days. Sausage. I came home. <laughs> meat pie and sausage roll. Came home and smashed a meat pie. Uh, I like also uh, what is what is kofveve? You know the uh, Tom, Donald Trump's Trump made up word. <laughs> but then there's the why is why is why? Pandora shutting down? Yes. So that that was a big one for Australians. Yeah. Well, there were a few customers, I guess. But also number two, if my kids were massive fans when they were younger. Why is Club Penguin shutting down? I've still got a Club Penguin voucher. I I've never, got I Club never Penguin redeemed. stationery. We've still got. Why is it called Good Friday? It's a good question. Because it's a good good day to have a Friday. I, I think a good it might Friday. Have a lot more. It's a re- religious thing. I yeah. understand, mate. I, I'm a Catholic. <laughs> went to a Catholic school. Uh, listen, let's not read number six, but number five is good. Why is <laughs> number six? <laughs> hey, look, we've got, to re- we've got to read it now. Well, I'll do number five first. Why okay. is Nathan Lyon Gary? I love that. That's Gary, fantastic. Nathan, isn't his middle name Gary? I don't just, know why it is. They just call him Gary. Bow Gary. Yeah. It's his nickname. It? Okay. Gary Lyon. Yeah. The AFL player. I understand. I'm assuming. But why Why is uh, number six, can I read number six now? Mm-hmm. Why is my poop green? Is it because you maybe ate a lot of a lot of cucumber lot or of, something? A lot or? of kimchi? A lot of kimchi, maybe. Maybe. Or slime? Why is maybe Snapchat down? Oh, you poor Why dude. is my internet so slow? Ring it, ring up. What's your, what's the number for two? We you talking about There mate. you go. Ring, Te- ring Trevor for that one. Week He's got the answers. Um, um, how about the recipes, mate? Give you give him a quick go. Beef the stroganoff, hot cross bun. Do you know what chili con carne? I loved I love beef stroganoff, right? Yeah, and then some some years into my adult life, um, the woman I was with, I don't think it was a man. I think it was previous <laughs> previous relationship. Oh, you had so many. Um, how hard to look back, eh? Oh yeah, all of two. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think she said to my mum, what's something he likes because he's so hard to bloody cook for. And she said he loves beef stroganoff. Started showing how to make it and she's putting mushrooms in it. And I'm like, I hate mushrooms. Me too. I don't like mushrooms either. So he, what, what about this? in agreement there. What about this? My mum used to slice the mushrooms so thin I didn't know they were there. <laughs> Good on your mum. That's and a, then you loved it eh? and you still love the day. That's an outrage. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. How to cook tofu. Why would you do want you, to Google Do you that? even cook tofu? Yeah, you can. I don't no, know. You can, you can do. You can trick it up a bit, I guess. Trick it up. What is this? How to, how to, how to my cook, tofu. <laughs> how to cook lentils. How to cook rhubarb. Do you know what I've decided? This yeah. is probably the most boring. How to cook rice in a microwave. This is the most boring segment we've ever done. Well, it's interesting though for for the, the just to to hear or to read out what people actually typed into Google. <laughs> Can you tell we're struggling for news items? Two in blokes show, talking or? tech, episode three twenty six. Thanks to Nick Gear and Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. I promise we're going to get round to talking about tech stuff, aren't we? Is that right? Can we do that now? Yeah, why not? <laughs> 
Well, we're going to talk about data now. There's a few things happening in the in the uh, in data. Uh, first one is, and and you claim that Virgin Mobile have had this before, and they've just reintroduced it for Christmas. Is data gifting being Christmas the time of giving? I can certainly tell you that around iPhone launch time, certainly iPhone eight time, they definitely had gifting because mm-hmm. we were talking about when we were filming the current festival. They were trying to because you know what it's like when you're doing stories. They try and give you their lines. You know what are their big points of difference. I'm here just to tell you what your best deal is, folks. Not talk about mm. gifting, but they were telling me about it then. So. Yeah. It's a great idea, the idea of gifting someone in your family or a friend data. Totally. And the average data gift is something like a gigabyte or more. Yeah, well, you think about it, if you're going over, the, 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 on average, it's about 10 bucks a gigabyte if you go over your limit. So imagine someone shouts you two gig, they've saved you 20 bucks. That's yeah. pretty good. But here's the challenge with it. It's great, great idea, but you've got it only goes to a virgin from virgin to virgin yes, customer. Yes, so virgin mobile. To you've got to know they're on virgin. Postpaid, postpaid. So, so you've essentially got to be. It's got to be your family or someone yeah. you happen to know is on virgin. Yeah, and it lasts to the next billing cycle, or if they've got data rollover, it goes even further. Yeah, so that's handy. If someone's someone say a, a father, they know their daughter's running low on data. Then yeah, here have a couple of gig. Be quiet. He's more two more gig. The thing is, while I respect the concept of it, right? The thing is, I would prefer that people were educated in the idea of family sharing. So, you know, the, the shared, shared plan, plans, yeah, shared like, data. Yeah. Uh, in, in my house, we've only obviously got two phones at the moment, mm-hmm. but Amanda and I are both on Vodafone. Our accounts are linked. I've got 20 gigs. She's got 12. So essentially, oh. I've got 29 because she only uses three a month. <laughs> um, and so you're sharing the data. And when the kids come along, we can put them on like one and two gig plans yeah. and they can be part of this, you know, maybe 40 gig all up. So it's good you Googling how to cook tofu all the time. Is that why? Or? Totally. <laughs> how to impress but your da- vegetarian but, wife. But you think about it, data is the number one thing we look for when it comes to a phone plan. So totally. you, you, we've all got unlimited text, unlimited talk. That's, that's all, all done. So data is the key. And I found it interesting too. There was a survey done about unlimited mobile data. And there are some carriers in the U.S. that have unlimited mobile yep. data. I think it does come with a couple it of shapes. caveats, though, where yeah, they shape you if you go over a certain yes. amount, you slow down to 3G or whatever. But they uh, pose this question. Our good friends at finder.com.au, they pose the question of what Who's would unlimited mobile data be worth to you? Mm. And the the cheapskates that they interviewed, they the average price that they would be willing to pay was $53. Like You're paying that for... If you're getting 50 gig for 40 bucks or whatever it is now, I mean, they're not going to give you unlimited. See, this is the problem with people who want everything. They're not prepared to pay for it. Yeah. Because at the moment, I think $50 a month gets you 20 gig of data on average. Uh, Telstra, I think, got a 170 plan for 120 gig. So uh, unlimited gigs going to have to cost more than that. It's going to, like, if it comes to Australia, it'll start at 200. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, though. If you've got, what, what, what was that figure? If you've got a 100 gig of mobile data, how often do you use 100 gig of mobile data? You might as well call that unlimited. Yeah, but... Because it's, think, it's, you're never going to hit that. I think there's a lot of people who either have really crappy home internet yeah. or don't want to have a second bill. Yeah, so they want to use their phone as a hotspot at home and on the move. And let's not kid ourselves. There's a bunch of people who work for organisations that pay their mobile bill and they like to rot the system and use all of the works, <laughs> all of work's data. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you're right. But you, oh, uh, mate. I just don't think it'll come. Yeah. I don't think it'll. It's certainly not a 2018 thing. Well, today the average. What's the average amount you reckon that people use data today? Six point six gig. Five point five gig, a month. Okay. In 2014, which was only three years ago, it was just under two gig. So in in three years, we've, we're consuming a lot more data. So if you can imagine what the plans are going to be like in another three years' time with that kind of growth. Will will it? 
will it grow that 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 quickly, or will we sort of be coasting around the oh, same? I think I, I suspect faster. more because there's be a lot more faster. streaming services, a lot more stuff to do online. So. I, I think it's going to keep growing, and I think that's why we're going to keep seeing the data balances go up. Mm. Just not sure it's going to get to unlimited in the very yeah. near future. Also, unlimited just degrades the network. It's a really good way to bring the network down, unfortunately. For sure. Because they can't predict the people's usage. Anyway, uh, I'd be interested in your views. How much How much would you be prepared, be prepared to uh, spend on unlimited data? Are you asking me or asking no, our I'm, listeners? No, I'm asking our listeners, mate. The can hashtag I, can I give my opinion? Okay, go. I'd pay $99. Uh, I, and I can see the marketing in that too. Yeah. Because you think of the average spend of a user mm. would probably be around, what is it, 40 bucks, 50 bucks a month? Oh, I think average it's more like spend? 60, 70 now. Is it? Is that mm-hmm. high? Well, yeah. let's call it 70. On so, the big telcos, which is where this is going to happen. So for 70, what are they getting? They're getting, what, 40, 30 gig maybe? Oh, 20 if, gig? If they're lucky. 20, 20 certainly. Okay. So if 99, and like what you said, it's possible to use this as a hotspot, use it at home sometimes. So it takes a little bit of strain off your home network as well. So off you. I just don't think people are thinking like yeah. that. I think people are a little bit lax and lazy. But 99 could be the number. But yeah. what would you be prepared to pay and what do you think it'll actually come out at? Yeah. I reckon. But that, I'm with you. 99 is a good number. Yeah. And, and, I think and any- only though if it's 4G all the way. Not if it's shaped. If it's shaped, I reckon it'd be worth 89, 79. If they shape it after Gee, a certain caveats time. Caveats are coming out now, aren't they? Well, you know, just trying to just well, add, us, add some points to the debate. Let us know what you think at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Well, you can see the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense. The all-new Hisense Series 7 is back and with features customers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With Hisense ULED, Australian consumers will always have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is a result of internationally patented technology to bring the best out of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution, HDR, wide colour gamut and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens up Netflix to 4K HDR. You'll also got Stan, Freeview Plus and YouTube all built in. Using the Hisense interface, customising your TV to your viewing habits has never been easier thanks to the ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in various sizes including 50, 55, 65 and a huge 75 inches. See one for yourself today at your local electronics retailer. High sense, see the incredible. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, Amazon.com.au. It's been here now for a week, and they've already come out with some stats, which I think I think is smart to try and just stir the fire, stoke the fire, as they say, of these mm-hmm. things. So they've listed the top ten things purchased by Australians on Amazon.com.au. What 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 do you reckon was number one? Uh, headphones. Nope. I'll give you three guesses. Um, perfume. Actually, actually not shape. close, but it's relevant to another conversation, yes? Okay. No. I'll give up. Gaming. Yeah. FIFA 18 on PlayStation 4. Okay. Call of Duty World War 2 on PlayStation 4. Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PlayStation 4. The top three. Giddy Interestingly, up. Star Wars Battlefront 2 on Xbox One, number nine. Showing the kind of dominance of PlayStation, yeah. perhaps. Nint- a Nintendo Switch with blue and red uh, controllers. The number four thing because it was four hundred, like three ninety nine. It was really which cheap, is like on seventy Amazon. bucks yeah, off, right? And good. that's shipped direct from Amazon. Yep. 
They had a three three meter HDMI cable at number five, <laughs> a wireless Bluetooth speaker which is fifteen bucks at number six. That's got to sound crap. Like I don't know why that's uh, how, how much is it? Fifteen dollars. So it must be amazing. There must be yeah. something about it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, another Nintendo Switch at number ten. Well, gaming, gaming uh, massive. Yeah, well, I think gaming. A lot, a lot of customers are pretty savvy. They they shop That's around, exactly so they, they 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 know that the, the, there can be bargains to be had, especially titles as well. I reckon that a lot of them would have been gifts. People would have bought them maybe for. Christmas, I also think there's not. something to be said about people who don't live in the cities who are using Amazon to buy those things because yeah. they don't have an EB Games or Kmart. Exactly, and they normally like pay more for them. Exactly right. Yeah. So yeah. it was interesting because. Um, this is going to sound weird because it lists nearly everyone. New South Wales, ACT, Victoria, Queensland, Western Australia, and South Australia um, showed a love of tech with the top five being tech-based. Mm-hmm. But Tasmania and the Northern Territory went the other way with books, makeup, and household goods making it into their top five best-selling products. There you go. So, and I think that's because, again, in those areas, maybe the choice in bricks and mortar retail is lower. Mm. And so they're, they're drawn to something like Amazon to try and get those yeah. things. But it's, I think, mate, it comes down to price. I think it, it, Amazon have got a fair bit of buying power. And depending on the product, of course, can offer the really good price. You mentioned the Nintendo Switch was direct from Amazon. Mm. So that, that's probably why they offered a good price there and why they had a lot of sales. They lose money on it. Yeah. Well, it was a loss leader, you think? No doubt. Yeah. I reckon well, everything in the Amazon warehouse is a loss yeah. leader. Well, I think now we've got so many choices now, and especially this time of year. It's it's no no surprise it launched just ahead of Christmas. People are doing the shopping. Yeah. We're all online. eBay had their biggest shopping day last week. We're all online comparing stuff. So Amazon obviously wanted to throw in some some pretty cheap stuff in the mix or cheaper stuff in the mix. And they needed to get attention. Result. You need something that's yeah. going to go viral. You need something that totally. people are going to share and say, oh, my God, I just bought this. Yeah. What about this great deal? But, but- is it going to get better, you think? Like that that's yeah. not a bad start, but I, I I and a lot of other people expected better. They expected like really solid bargains and like some of the stuff that you buy from the States available here mm. at really like at amazing prices that well that you just I have think, to hit. Shop I think they're down. going to expand the warehouse day on mm. day. I think there's as they get new stock in, they'll be there. But I I still find the site strange to to browse. Mm, it's busy, isn't it? It's such busy, a busy site. Ugly, yeah. old. I'm sure they could do it better. I'll tell you what they do well. But they're they just resting the, on their laurels because they're so successful. They really do well the upselling. If oh, you look yeah. at people who bought this item, bought this, 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 and this. But you know what I hate? And I then you get an email every day too. If you search for something, you get you get an email a day about it also. I bought a um, uh, some lights and batteries and chargers the other day. Now, the weird thing is... It was um, it, it was three different vendors, so they're coming in three different waves. One of them might not get till January. No, oh. it's just a really weird experience when you think you're buying mm. all from one place. And I think this is the negative thing about Amazon and other online shops is people think they're buying from one place, but you're yeah. actually not. You don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those things are coming. One of them came from Sydney, and that's that. I saw yeah. that was good. But the other stuff, I'm pretty sure it's coming from somewhere else in the well, but, world. But aren't companies using Amazon, the Amazon platform, as their own distribution? Like I've, I've saw Kogan products being sold on Amazon. Yeah, but that's just that's just them using their. their just nothing their to do with distribution. It's just to do with the shop front. Right. It's still Kogan's back end. Oh, still and, comes and distribution. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. It, it actually the only and just stuff Amazon that comes the ticket then. The, yeah. The only or the charges them per monthly fee. Right. The only stuff that comes from Amazon is when it says in on the website, uh, you know, seller. Amazon AU. Yeah. It's the only stuff that comes from their website. Well, it's something that a lot of people wouldn't have noticed, eh? In the, the small print underneath the product and all the details. 
something to keep an eye on. So you're saying that if it has the Amazon AU, that, that would tend to be a product that's got a reasonably a, a, a pretty attractive price? It's going, if it's from Amazon AU, it's going to have a great price yep. and it's going to arrive quickly. Yes. Full stop, simple. Because a lot of a lot of the books that I, I buy, I've only mainly bought books off Amazon because they're from the States. Like I'm not talking Kindle. Well, I'm talking physical books, printed books. Yeah. And uh, they weren't available in Australia. They're, they're still, the stockpile still in the US for those books. That's so it, it's for the for the thing that and uh, that was one of the first things people used to buy on Amazon were books. Mm. So now to not have that the their essential product that they started with not available in our own country, it's a bit disappointing that you can't get it as quick as you could. If, if it wasn't available in Australia, it, I'll, I'll be, I was willing to wait a week and a half knowing it was coming from the States. But if I had it in Australia, I'd buy more knowing I'm going to get it faster. Yeah, yeah, fair point. I don't have it here, though. Just not, I'm still not convinced. But anyway, we'll Early find days, out what, though. Early days, Absolutely. Mate. Ziggy Zaggy's the hashtag. Uh, let us know what you think on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now... Tech guides obviously <laughs> resembled uh, EFTM for a moment there, which both resembled Breaking Bad this week. Breaking. I mean, what is the deal <laughs> with this bloody Breville wine thingy? Wine thing? Can't you can't you pronounce sommelier? What the hell is it? A sommelier, I thought, is like a wine. Sounds expert. like somebody who smells a lot. So it's, it's a wine expert. That's what I thought. That's yes. what a sommelier is. And um, Breville have got this product called the Breville sommelier, oh. which is all about. And look, I'm not a drinker, so this was a bit of a learning curve for me too. It's all about decanting wine. We're talking red wine here. So the idea of uh, any wine connoisseurs listening to this will agree. The idea of a red wine is to, to decant it, so pour it into a, a carafe, which is a word. I think you, you asked me what that was many months ago. You pour it into a carafe, leave it to breathe for – it normally takes about 90 minutes to, to properly breathe. Well, what the Breville sommelier does is pump oxygen. So it adds oxygenation so it can pump 90% pure oxygen through the wine, which in, in if you let it breathe in the room, there's only just under 20% of oxygen in the air we breathe. So it takes four times longer. So with the sommelier, you can, for normally what would take 90 minutes, takes 90 seconds now through the uh, through the sommelier. So my wife, she was the guinea pig. She, I said, look, I wanted you to tell me what the taste of it, not decanted and decanted. And she says, well, a lot smoother. The decanted wine was way better than just out of pouring out of the bottle and not letting it breathe. But if you're entertaining, you don't want to make people wait 90 minutes to drink the wine, you can decant this in 90 seconds and you're away. Also works uh, with spirits as well. So if you want to decant whiskey, bourbon, you can do that as well through this machine. It's six hundred and ninety nine dollars. Breville's moved sommelier. out of the rice cookers and slow cookers and coffee machines into the sommeliers. Wow, sommelier, not smelly arms, sommeliers. Details at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. So. Uh, my next little item on the reviews mm. is not such a little item. It's a standing desk. Uh, I was uh, no, I've, I've heard of standing desks and haven't really tried it. And I was contacted by JP Office Workstations. They said, "Look, we want you to try our nimble electric standing desk." So it's called the nimble sit stand desk because it's electric. You can put it up. To, you can have it at sitting height. You can press a button and it goes to standing height. There's four memory. So I have memory one is my sitting height. Memory two is my standing height. 
So the idea of having a standing desk, they reckon it's got a lot of health benefits because uh, sitting for long periods of time, if you listen to the health experts, increases your risks of cardiovascular disease, mm. muscular disorders, chronic back and neck pain. <laughs> it's a, and it says on our watches, time to stand. Mine yeah. literally just reminded exactly, me to stand. Yeah, well, it's 10 to the hour, that's what happens. So in that, in that sense... They're saying, and we've said this term before. The saying, the term that I've heard is that sitting is the new smoking. And you think oh, about piss off. But think about how often we sit. You sit if you're an office worker, you're sitting down for a long time. You sit down when you drive your car. You're sitting down on the bus or the train. We spend a lot of time seated. Mm. So I thought I'm going to give this a go. And we spend a lot of time sitting down, writing whatever we're doing. And I've got to say, I've really taken to it because I found you turfed the, out the old desk, did you? No, no, I've just got it in, in the other part of my office at home. So I've got it this Mate, corner you of my room. How many room in your office? It's full of junk. I do. Like no, mine. no, there, there is room. I've made room. So it's a it's a twelve hundred by six hundred desk. So it's not a massive desk, but it is available eighteen hundred by seven fifty is the biggest one you can buy. So what I found is that it makes me more focused. If I'm standing up. I'm thinking, right, I'm focused on what I'm doing. I'm more productive. I write faster. I get stuff done. When you're sitting, sitting's a relaxing position. You're relaxed. Mm. And you I tend to you tend to zone out a little bit or or get distracted. You're not fully focused as, as I find I was when I was standing up. So that that was one thing. And the the other thing I, I liked as well was from my old footy days, I got I get sometimes back and neck pain. My posture, I think, has improved too. Standing up, my, my body's upright. I'm having less pain in my lower back. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking a bit clearer, feeling a bit better. And have a bit more, at the end of the day, I'm not feeling as fatigued. It might sound funny where you're, you're standing and not feeling as fatigued. Because mm. sitting, you're kind of in a relaxed position and you kind of you, your tiredness creeps up on you a little bit. So, uh, just as yours is right now, we're hearing hear me talking. These desks going to cost? They start at seven eighty five, and this is a fully. You can get a wind up desk; it's cheaper, but the electric one's worth a go. It's from JP Office Workstations, and I've got to say, I'm a convert. I'm now. A, I probably spend half of my time standing, probably more than half now, I reckon, standing up, and I just get stuff done faster. I'm more alert and feeling better. Hook me up. Yeah, but need, don't, but don't think – there's a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to drop a ton of weight. That's not going to happen. No. You don't just think standing up you're going to drop weight because you're not going to burn more calories around that. that that's, that's a furphy. I think you've got to – you want to lose weight, get, get, a, get to the gym or go for a run. This is just going to make you feel your, your posture yeah, a bit it's better. It's about attention. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, your focus is much better. Health benefit is yeah. it's not about weight loss. It's about no. posture and, yes. and the attention is, is the working upside. Absolutely right. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Long and Next week we should uh, wrap up the uh, the year. That'll be the with, last one, won't it? Oh, is it? Okay, not going to do it before CES. Well, that's the week before CES is the week between Christmas and New Year. So, okay. Well, I'm, I'm available. Are you available? I think yeah, we can do some really? 2018 predictions, even if it's a short one. Okay, I think we try. I'm up for it. So I think next week we do a bit of a, a year ender. Year ender, and you know, last minute Christmas, you're not online. You know, what can you get at the shops? Okay. And then I think the year after we do a little twenty week. The year week after, the week after. <laughs> well, we'll be the year after. No, the week after. Yeah, we'll be too. Yeah, yeah. So Might be just the just the year after. So we'll have the so next week. So the week. So Christmas is on a Monday this year. Yeah. So we'll do it on the Wednesday <coughs> or Thursday, and so then twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Yeah, somewhere there. Okay. Great. So we'll be back. Don't worry, folks. We're and not going to leave you. We're and not going to leave you. the Consumer Electronics Show, which they don't call that anymore, it's just called CES, uh, kicks off and we'll be there day in, day out with uh, with podcasts on the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag. Stephen, yep. I look forward to your company over the weeks ahead. 
Yes, and uh, I'll see you before Christmas, so I won't have to wish you a Merry Christmas now. I'll, okay. wait, I'll wait till next you week. You just say Merry Christmas, mate, okay. anyway. I'll, I'll wait till next week. Merry Christmas, Stephen. Yeah, you too.